let's seriously just move to an island and start like an army economy. All right. Hello. So once we are recording at 10 a.m. instead of 10 p.m., not sure how I feel about it quite yet. <laughs> Do we record that late? I feel like we don't record that late. Mm, we might edit that late. Maybe not when we start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we edit that late, but not record that late. Getting charged up with coffee, and it's a Saturday, so things could be worse. We're doing good. All right, well, we are going to start trying to do some new things on this podcast. We are constantly switching it up. (laughs) We are constantly trying to grow and evolve and do new things. So we are, um, I guess, adjusting how we do our segments on this podcast. So we're going to be introducing some new things. Um... So we'll be doing, what, news? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a news slash, like, recent happenings category. Right. Um, and then we'll be doing, what, our main topic? And then ending with something funny, hopefully, too, if you know. <laughs> <laughs> Brighten your day after our possibly heavy topic. I don't know if it's going to be that heavy, but, you know. Yeah. I don't think today will be too bad, but I know sometimes we usually spare them the worst of our like emo ramblings, but (laughs) it does happen from time to time. So, so yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. I feel like there's a lot to get through today. What's going on this week in army world? Um, okay. Well, I guess you are far more organized than I have been as has been the case throughout this entire pod. But when I was kind of racking through my brain of, like, recent happenings, um, the Tiny Ton release was this morning. And something that was really blowing up on my Twitter is that they were showing an army that had, like, many part-time jobs, obligation, or bills to pay. And people were really happy about that um, just because a lot of times uh, army are portrayed by Western media to be, like, in a really superficial light or, like, extremely young or like crazy young fangirls not that there's any issue with like being young or being female but that's just always how it's portrayed so people were excited to see that um j-hope posted a picture of mickey on weavers or two pictures of mickey super cute um but it made me a little sad (laughs) just because mickey's getting older um so seeing him with his cloudy eye made me a little sad as the animal loving softie. Um, but I'm happy that J-Hope has time to spend with Mickey. Um, there was also, I mean, the big news that we'll get into in a minute. Um, but there was also like a radio DJ trying to mansplain the army, how to like request a song or like how to, not give up hope in the long term and (laughs) a lot of people were really coming for him acting like this hasn't been going on for like seven years already and like oh yeah army never once thought to like request nicely a song from the radio um so it's just 
I feel like he probably had good intentions, but had like absolutely zero background. And people were just like, yeah, no. <laughs> so there was that. Yeah. Um, but I generally try to just like not engage in drama on the timeline. Like I see it, I laugh or I cry and I move on. So I won't go too in depth with that, but that was kind of funny slash like side eye. And a bigger announcement, and I think this will get into more of the news that you have. Um, in addition to many other topics, I had flagged the second restock of the vinyl and tapes, which I also missed out on. I had a work meeting right as that was announced. Um, and also the movie announcement. So I will toss it over to you because I know you went way more in depth on the announcement side of things in terms of content. Yeah, so um, I'll start back from August 2nd, since that was um, last Sunday. So the beginning of the week, um, we had the Dynamite name reveal. And so that was exciting, right? And then we had on August 3rd, which was the first release of the cassette and vinyl pre-orders. And that sold out within almost two hours. So it went out very quickly. I know there was a lot of uproar because it was for US um, fans only that were able to actually purchase it. But still sold out pretty fast, even though it was you know, located to only one country. Um, then the on August 4th, um, the In the Soup pre-order gifts were announced where basically you could, um, if you pre-order In the Soup, you get the chance to receive these gifts. However, you have to pay for the shipping, but you'll get seven photo cards, um, $20 for seven photo cards. <laughs> and then on August 4th as well, BTS were announced to perform at the VMAs on August 30th. There was a lot of back and forth and concern about this because Armin was worried that BTS was going to fly to New York um, in order to perform for the VMAs due to MTV stating that um, artists would be performing around the city. So I wish that MTV would have clarified um, who would be performing in person or not, but I'm pretty sure BTS is just going to send a video in, so not much for us to worry about there. But yeah, we were very concerned for a moment. Um, as on August 4th as well, the Dynamite promotion schedule was released, so this is getting a full promo. This isn't just like, you know, some little small single, like, no, it's getting a full promo, like it's a full comeback, which I think is pretty awesome. Um, also on August 4th, like, wow, a lot going on August 4th, <laughs> um, the most beautiful moment in life, the Notes 2 um, book pre-order starts. And it ends on August 11th, so I don't know when we're going to release this, but it's only a few days <laughs> for you to make that. Dang, thanks for the yeah. heads up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, on August 6th, the Map of the Soul tour merch, specifically for the EU and UK, was made um, available from August 6th through August 20th, so get that. I'm pretty sure it's already sold out for most of it. <laughs> um also on august 6th the break the silence the movie um inform information was released um they're going to be doing staggered releases i think they're going to show bring the soul again in theaters 
and they're going to also do Break the Silence in theaters as well, starting in September. Certain countries are going first, and then there are certain countries that are going later in September. Um, don't know if they're going to do that digitally. Don't know how some theaters are going to do that, considering that COVID's going on, but there was a lot of uproar about that as well. Um, I don't know whose yeah. idea this was in the middle of a pandemic, but I guess we'll see how it's going to work out. Yeah. I've seen like a lot of small indie theaters pairing with like various streaming, like pay-per-view streaming services. So like you would still buy a ticket like you would to go to the movie theater, but instead they send you some kind of link or online and you view it from there. So that way you're supporting like local theaters and like seeing a film you couldn't access on like one of the major streaming services. Mm. Um since it is more of like an on-demand or pay-per-view type of thing than a traditional streaming service. So I'm hoping, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that that's what they're thinking, but I think it's um, a little bit, if, if, if they go to theaters, um, it's a little bit irresponsible considering that some army will go. Right. Absolutely. No matter what. And like okay. me, myself, I'm like, well, got to find the most like abandoned theater at like 6 a.m. <laughs> But I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> do I not really endorse that. have no desire. I mean, I haven't even gone to a restaurant to sat inside. So I don't know why anyone would think that we should go sit inside a theater. Yeah, I, I, was, I received a message from my local theater um, recently that was talking about how um, they were going to be reopening soon and all of their safe practices that they were going to be enabling, which was including having someone in the theater basically policing you wearing a mask or not, but only if you are um, eating, are you exempt from not wearing a mask, which is what people mostly do throughout the entirety of the movie. They eat food and snack on popcorn and drink drinks. So that means no one's wearing a mask um, while you're in the theater. Um, also, how disruptive would it be if someone constantly like, hey, put on your mask while you're watching a movie? <laughs> um, don't see how that's going to work. Um, <laughs> they were also talking about how they were going to be reducing seating, um, like doing spacing for, you know, groups of people or singles, however they were going to do it. Um, and I'm like, okay, despite all of that, it just, I don't see how it's going to work. And I can only imagine that if, you know, we try to have an influx of army running to the theaters to see this movie, and even just at one movie theater, if a few of them catch COVID and it becomes national news, then it's going to be a serious issue on Big Hit's part. You know, they're going to basically blame BTS <laughs> for giving people COVID. That's how they're going to make the story out to be. So um you know i don't i don't want bts to be blamed for anything um just so that we can go see a movie um they could easily make this digital give us a link to download put it on weverse partner with disney like everyone else is put it on netflix like there's so many options that they could do um but they're releasing things in theaters now i know things are better in certain countries um but they released a list of countries where it's not better <laughs> and so yeah I'm not sure where they're going with this. I don't know why they think that in September it's going to be better 
Um, speaking from the United States perspective, it's not going to be better by September. We thought that in March, that it would be better by the summer. It's not. So it's not going to be any better because no one wants to um, listen or actually, you know, take other people's health into consideration other than their own. So I don't know what Big yeah. is thinking with this, but I have we'll see a how weird. Yeah, I have a weird feeling that they had already signed some kind of contract with the distribution company like prior to COVID. And maybe that's why they're like going ahead with it regardless. Because otherwise, like they're, they clearly are able to put things on weavers. So I don't understand why you would even suggest this right now. Because even Korea is like, I mean, it seems normal from what I see on Instagram and stuff, like more under control than most cases, but they still have periodic flare-ups and places in Europe are like, people are worried about a second wave. Like we're not the only one, like America's struggling exceptionally hard, but we're not the only ones. Right. So I just don't know why. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, um, like you mentioned earlier on the 7th, they had a second release or second pre-orders for the vinyls open up again, or the vinyls and cassettes. Um, and that sold out in an hour. So if you missed it, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's rough. Um, I personally think that it would be smart if they continue to do this because clearly there's demand. Um, if they just kept doing this, I don't know, maybe like weekly, not so much if it's in the same week, but maybe next week or on the week of the release. Um, so if you sell it again within the week of, then the week after that will count on the charts when we're going to need, you know, second week help <clears throat> for charting. So also on the 7th, it was announced that the Korea Stock Exchange I'm sorry. On the 7th, it, the Korea Stock Exchange announced that Big Hit has passed preliminary screening and is qualified to be publicly listed on the KOSPI stock market, which is the biggest of Korea. And if all goes well, Big Hit is expected to be publicly listed within this year after submitting another application. Um, to give a perspective of KOSPI, most other Korean entertainment companies, including all of Big Three, are listed under the KOSDAQ. I have no idea how you say that. This, I'm assuming Cosdaq, like um, Nasdaq, but I don't actually yeah, know. Yeah, I'm like, I, yeah, I'm like, let me just say the letters. <laughs> um, <laughs> Big Hit will be the only one under KOSPI. So under other companies under KOSPI, which Big Hit is expected to be under, is Samsung, LG, and Hyundai. So that's pretty big. Um, I got that directly from KCharts and Translation specifically that I was just reading that tweet from to cite yeah. my sources. Um, that's huge that Big Hit would be in the same league as Samsung, LG, and Hyundai. Like that's absolutely insane. Um, <laughs> that means Big Hit is huge, far bigger than I even like thought they were. I mean, I knew they were pretty big, but that's that's absolutely insane. So expect that crazy news stories are going to be coming out. I already saw one this morning. I'm not going to get into it, but <laughs> expect crazy news stories are going to be coming out about BTS, about the members, all kinds of things. Um, don't believe any of them just support BTS. 
Um, and the last thing which you already talked about was the official Tiny Ton animation was released um, this morning. And yeah. Uh, this morning is the eighth, just in case anyone's curious. <laughs> yeah, that's all I have for news. Um, I specifically wanted to talk about the news in that format going from Sunday all the way till now. Um, just to show you how much that has come out this week which is going to help us yeah. roll into our next topic, which is our main topic for today. Um, I will. Oh. FOMO. Yeah. No, I will just quickly Whoa. say also, I think we missed one. Uh, BTS is to receive the James A. Van Fleet Award from the Korea Society. So they become oh. the youngest recipients of that award. And that was announced yesterday. So, yes. so why do you have FOMO? <laughs> anyway, like I was saying, let's talk about um, Bangtan FOMO. Um, I've been feeling FOMO super hard this week. And that's why I listed all of the, the news in chronological order. Just simply starting from Sunday, August 2nd it's now the 8th and you can see all the things that were released from <laughs> then till now i was starting to think like why am i getting bombarded with bts like news well that's because we were it's like a complete influx it wasn't like this for the last few months i mean of course we've got from them but um not in this manner and it's been crazy with the amount of stuff that big kid has been like Bye for me, um, <laughs> related to BTS. Um, so I wanted to at least read the definition of FOMO. So this is from a Time Magazine article where they define FOMO as the uneasy out on what your peers are doing in the know about or in possession of more or something better than you. Uh, so I felt like that accurately describes what's <laughs> going on with, you know, hey, the memories of 2019 is coming out. You got to buy it. The notes are coming out. You got to buy it. And all of it has dates of you need to buy it by August 11th. You need to buy it by August 10th. You need to, <laughs> you need to get it right now. Or, you know, the merch is coming back out. And we know that that merch never stays for long. So you got to buy it right now. Or, you know, the vinyls are coming out and they're selling out within an hour. So let me try and make sure I, I make the second one, but they don't let you know when the second one's going to come <laughs> up. So you miss that within an hour or two. And it just feels, it feels absolutely, sometimes it feels overwhelming. Um, one, being like, you know, not rich. <laughs> So it's not always easy to prepare like, you know, you could say, oh, I could prepare and like save up money for this. But when it's happening all within the same week, <laughs> yeah, there's only so much you can do. And yeah, I, I don't, and I I think don't like to your feeling point, like, feeling like I'm missing out on stuff. Yeah, to your point, Big Hit will um often say like oh you have this window of like whatever I'm just pulling this from my brain but like August 4th to August 11th or whatever but you know that like within 
sometimes even within like 20 minutes of a drop, all of that stuff is going to be sold out. So you're not like, you often can't even wait until it's like a better time for you to buy it or to like space out your purchase. It's, it's just so many things. And of course I don't have to buy any of this. Obviously that's like that. That's obvious. Nobody has to buy any of this, but um, being that, you know, years ago, I couldn't afford this. I always watched people buying these kind of items and I thought, oh, I can't wait till I have, you know, a good enough job one day so that I can be able to afford these things. So that's why I like to buy them for myself now. Um, so I still feel that feeling of missing out when it comes along and I'm like, I just don't have the money right now. Or, you know, I could have the money later. I guess I'm going to have to put it on my credit card. Like, you know, you want it that bad that you're just willing to go to extra links in order to just make sure that you don't miss out <laughs> on these fun things that BTS are releasing. Yeah. It's interesting too, especially I'm intrigued with their like marketing, especially in light of their IPO. And I wonder if they're trying to get listed later in the year, if like the rest of the year might be a barrage of things being released. Especially if you consider that they were expecting to go on tour and have like super high revenue and they've lost that source of income, at least for the time being. Right. So, so that was also my thoughts. My thought was that, you know, the, they're a company at the end of the day. Um, and this may have all been pre-planned, you know, prior to covid this may have come up recently because of COVID. I'm not quite sure. I don't know if, if they were on tour, would they be releasing this single? I don't know if they were on tour, would they be releasing another album? I can't say. Um, but surely COVID has impacted the company, I'm sure. It's, it's impacted just about everyone and everything. So I would imagine that they have to recoup whatever uh, costs whatever they were going to potentially earn in revenue from the concerts, which is millions of dollars, I'm sure they, they need to get that money back somehow. So, you know, certain things were going to come out anyway, like the memories of 2019, that was always going to be a thing. We would have gotten like something like Bon Voyage, just what I'm assuming in the soup is. Yeah. Um, Break the Silence probably was going to come out regardless. But it just seems like, okay, everything coming out in one week, it's like, okay, this is, <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot for me. It's a lot. Um, my bank account was telling me, hey, girl, you don't really need to do it, but I, I know you're going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, you know, I, I fully understand um, from a, a business perspective they are killing it in the market. Um, since you were talking about marketing, I wanted to point out that yeah. FOMO marketing is an actual thing, <laughs> which I didn't know <laughs> until I looked it up. But um, basically, let me see if I can read what this article says. So I, I looked at this on fundera.com. Um, and it says, if it feels like FOMO is becoming more common, that's because it is. Our information-rich society is also more anxiety-filled. Ironically, the digital era well, that connects us with friends, followers, and content from across the globe can also make us feel disconnected 
90% of people who have experienced FOMO report heightened feelings of jealousy, envy, and sadness. And um, it says, it, it talks more about how FOMO can play a big role in grabbing consumers in today's attention economy. And it says the three way Three ways oh, that, that consumers react to this fear of missing out include they spend money based on societal pressure, they make purchases <laughs> out of fear of missing a deal, they feel <laughs> discontent after missing out on a shared experience. And I totally understand where that's coming oh. from, like being on Army okay. Twit, seeing everyone talking about all the things that they can afford and all the trips that they can go on to go see BTS and like all these other things like it can get to you mentally. Sometimes you need to like just log off of the internet and like yeah. actually look at your finances and reevaluate your life. <laughs> there are genuinely <laughs> because the kids can only be. <laughs> yeah, there are genuinely people I've had to mute on Twitter, not because of they did anything wrong, but just because like I was so <laughs> honestly like. I felt like I couldn't compete and it's not a competition in a way that's like a really toxic feeling but sometimes you see especially with like the Samsung phone thing like I have always had an Apple phone like my computer is Apple it makes sense to like keep everything on one system but like they were doing such a good job marketing that phone that I was like maybe maybe I will and then I was like no you can't afford that right now like that phone and those earbuds are like $1,500. Like, absolutely not. But it just shows you how strong that is. Like, I considered switching in an area where people like generally feel pretty strongly about like one system or the other. So, yeah. I will say, um, I do think that Big Hit are marketing geniuses. Like, I really and truly do. Um, I think part of it is army. I can't even say, so I have a couple different points I want to make. So I guess the first point is that they're marketing geniuses, but also like army demand has been such like a key feature throughout my time in the fandom. Like even in 2016, trying to get concert tickets, um, or like things always go fast. I've never experienced any other fandom um granted I'm not like in a ton of fandoms but like trying to get merch for uh I don't know like Avatar The Last Airbender back when it was on TV or anything like that I've never experienced things going so fast like the demand is absolutely insane and like the fact of people like check your router check like your be on your fastest device like all these considerations that I literally never had before becoming an army and it's getting to the point though as demand grows that like even for certain fan-made goods um like you got to be quick like I recently purchased um a meme mask on Etsy um which I'm super excited about hasn't arrived yet but like as I was going through the checkout feature it was like there's one left you better move quick and I was like oh my goodness like I never thought like even like fan-made drops would get to this point (laughs) so it really does just continue to grow that's my first point my second point is when I was at Pitt there was a marketing professor um and I went to one of his talks and he didn't research k-pop specifically but he was from Korea and kind of had like a side interest in it 
and he kind of highlighted how um a lot of times like k-pop the k-pop like idol phenomenon i guess like appeals to people because of like the value you get for the money if you're the fan of like a western artist you don't get the same connection let's say to that artist you don't get the same quality and quantity of content so by like becoming a fan of a group you're really getting a lot more quote-unquote bang for your buck um in terms of releases interactions like emotional investment um the third point I guess I wanted to make, it's really funny. I'm really curious about this Harvard Business Review case because I had to read so many Harvard Business cases in my MBA program and most of them were like extremely crusty and boring. Um, some of them were good, but like, I'm really curious about this BTS one that's been circulating around Twitter. I'll maybe have to pay for it, but like yet again, another thing that I would have to pay for. But it just kind of psychs me out because back in the day it was like never really about something that I would have been interested in, but I do feel like that's a step in the right direction because like Harvard Business Review is super respected publication. Um, But I feel like the Western content and labels really need to learn from Big Hit. Like there's a lot there. I mean, it would be terrible for all of us collectively (laughs) if they did learn that. Like, (laughs) But I think there are things to be learned because one of the biggest critiques of this comeback is like how it's being handled and we talked about this in the last episode it's like are you following them on spotify um yeah thank you for that um but just like not super cohesive kind of like not as detailed um so yes but i did want to ask you as a multi do you feel that other k-pop groups are also i guess there's two questions are they better than the West at this in general? Is this something that could be learned collectively? But number two, are they better than Big Hit at it? <laughs> or is Big Hit exceptionally good? Um, so one, I do think that the K-pop market in general is just better at marketing um, than the West. Like just with the amount of content that they release, the kind of content that re- they release, um, the price point like there's so many things like the quality of the content that they release like so many things are just better um there's so many more options for you it's it's just better <laughs> like just bottom line it's just better than whatever whatever they're doing in the west like western artists sometimes will just go away for a year or two won't say anything they're like yeah i'm gonna go travel the world and make music and then they come back <laughs> you know they're not releasing anything in between that time which is fine <laughs> that works for that has worked for them um but if you truly want to you know earn income for your company then i think whatever that they're doing with this k-pop model is full-on working um for these <laughs> artists and for these companies um and bts particular i think the way BTS markets, the way big hit markets for BTS is unparalleled to like any other K-pop group that I've followed at least. Um, I think certain groups, um, while, you know, they probably have, or certain companies, they have more people on their roster. So it seems like they are releasing a lot of content, 
but it's just a lot of like comebacks you know a lot of comebacks different tours so yeah there's a lot of content there but with bts you're just getting so much more you're getting all of these all of this dvd content all kinds of different merch content there's there's just so much more there um i genuinely can't think of any other group that i stand that puts out as much <laughs> as bts does like the the variety of things that you can get related to bts it's just it's it's unheard of and and i think that all goes back to because of the growing demand for bts you know there's so many army so they're able to put out you know these many things uh, back in 2014 2015 it was not this easy to be able to access bts merch at all you had to get it from korea maybe you could get it from some k-pop store um in the u.s but it would be ridiculously upcharged um there was no weverse where you can just go and easily buy things on like a global platform like imagine like big hit has their own platform solely dedicated yeah. to their artists i can't think of any other <laughs> groups that have something like that That's so true. Big Hit is seriously nailing it on the head with um, making these things accessible for their um, for BTS fans as well as the other fandoms um, underneath Big Hit. But, and I truly thank them for that because I don't have to have as much FOMO as I used to feel when I was a baby army back in 2014, just hoping that I would even like get a glimpse of them one day. <laughs> so... Um, Definitely all props to Big Hit for this. Um, it is hurting my wallet. One thing I can thank them for is, like I was saying prior, is about the price point. Even though there's a lot of things coming out, relatively, they're not that expensive. Whereas sometimes you get BTS releases and they are like, you know, like you were saying, like, buy this $1,000 phone. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit easier to turn that away than it is to turn down like spend twenty dollars so you can watch bts for eight weeks um yeah you know that's a way easier sell um and there's way more <laughs> of those kind of products than there is like you know buy these 300 dollars earbuds so <laughs> i do appreciate that it's not a constant onslaught of super expensive stuff because then obviously most people probably wouldn't be able to afford it and i am way more inclined to turn down something that's like super stupid expensive than I am you know something that's relatively cheap but yeah um here's a question I have for you okay. um putting my fan hat completely to the side um trying to engage my like business side a little bit more um do you think how how much of this do you think is bts versus big hit like if and when the time comes i know it's like the dirty word but we still talk about it all the time that bts has to enlist i mean granted i'm sure they're sitting on like a mine of bts content that they can just continue to release but that said if i'm an investor who wants to you know invest during the ipo Will I, mm -hmm. if I invest in Big Hit the company and the time comes when BTS is inactive or pursuing other opportunities, 
how does big hit market their other groups like if bts is a one-time phenomena which i think it is how many of these strategies apply to t by t or other artists that they'll release because they're doing island now they're you know there's a lot of stuff in the pipeline i'm just curious and maybe we don't know the answer yet yeah i don't know if i have a definitive answer and i think we're watching it all unfold um i think we've seen with t by t that they are selling out like <laughs> i think other than bts they had like one of the highest selling japanese albums in like their recent release um when t by t came to america they those concerts sold out within minutes just like you know with bts in their in their early days too so i think we are seeing um what I may have some term, but I'm just going to call it like the Boncon effect, where by association, <laughs> like the, whatever Big Hit's going to put out, I think is going to do well, just because now there's attention on it. Um, and they're not putting out like mediocre content either. Like T by T is great. Um, yeah. And, you know, like with this island thing, it's super, it's super engaging. Um, I binge watched it. I have not for like the last weekend um, and now I'm like super ready for whatever episode that's going to come out you know on the 14th that's going to have BTS on it um you know like Big Hit is they're doing well I, I think they're like you said they're sitting on a truckload of content and they are ready to release it for whenever uh BTS becomes less active um, even if that's not even just talking about enlistment, like at mm -hmm. some point, you know, right. seven years down the line when their contract runs up, you know, I'm assuming Big Hit's still going to want to be um, up against Samsung and Hyundai. Like, you know, they're not yeah. going to want to just like fall back to like the lower stock market. They're going to want to still be like a crazy big company. Um, so I'm sure even years from now, we will probably see, I'm not saying we're going to see groups like BTS, but we're going to see demand for whatever groups that they have yeah. on their roster. Um, they probably yes. have some crazy things in store that we haven't even been able to fathom yet. <laughs> <laughs> so in this case, it would be so great to I, jump on that IPO wagon before prices surge. Yeah. But many companies struggle after an IPO. And I wonder if the big hit hype is like inflating the value of the organization, but it sounds like you think that it is not. I don't know. I, I'm. I would assume that people are probably going to put their money into this um, just because. But then again, there's a lot of things they can get consideration for that. I um, am in no way proficient in um, how the Korean economy works or the Korean stock market works. So. <laughs> don't like <laughs> this is not regulated financial as, advice yeah <laughs> as truth yeah because i have no idea but i mean hey people put their money in yg and people put their money in jyp and sm and they are doing all right so i imagine people are going to put their money in big hit too i just imagine so i guess we'll see though Anyway, I need to go buy the, the notes before they <laughs> I'm still salty about the graphic lyric novel. It's like literally 
that's a special set. <laughs> what is your, okay, here's a more fun question, switching gears a little bit, but still talking about FOMO and marketing. What's your like biggest army FOMO that you have had? Um, or something you felt like you had to get and you did successfully get it, but like the pressure was real. Uh, I'm trying to think. Okay, I definitely, no, I think I was more rational about that. Dang, that's a hard thing to think about. For right now, I'm going to at least say, like, the memories of 2018. Like, I felt like I had to get that because I never had one. And I still haven't even watched it all yet. <laughs> and then I just... <laughs> bought the memories of 2019 so that's absolutely insane um i felt fomo that i can't afford to buy four different albums for a hundred dollars um i was a bit more rational about the army bombs than well the most recent army bomb that they released only because i knew we weren't going to see them on tour anytime so i didn't feel like i needed to buy them but seeing it i'm like okay that is a nice product I should buy it but then like the rational part of me is like girl they're not coming back till like 2021 at least to the U.S. so just wait they'll have them on sale then I hope so otherwise I'm going to be eating my words (laughs) um I feel FOMO about I feel FOMO about the earlier content that I missed out on yeah the things that I wanted then and couldn't get like the the memories or you know the um God, what is it called that they do at the end of the year? And I can't think of what it is. Seasons greeting? Yes, the seasons greetings. Like missing out on those prior. Or even the one that I got now. And the calendar is sitting in my office just rotting away. And I'm not there because I'm teleworking. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there's, yeah. there's so many things. Not going to Korea concerts. Like some people yeah. I've been able oh. to do. Don't even get me started on that. Every time you say something, I'm like, yes, that's what I was going to say. And then you say something else and I'm like, oh no. Yeah. So I have the most FOMO, I think at like a macro, macro, like the super high level, like not going to a fan meet like ever. They were trying to do the one in the US, I think in 2015 and it got canceled because we can't have nice things. I'm not waiting into that. But, um, seeing like old fan meeting videos, um, you know and it seems like from what I've read online it seems to be a lottery system and like each album purchase is like an entrance to or like a ticket to enter into the lottery for the fan meet so you have people doing group orders and buying like thousands of albums that they're then reselling to like prop up their own chances of getting in and so it just seems extremely inaccessible I mean it always has been as an international fan but that's something I experienced extreme FOMO over. Uh, I'm experiencing FOMO right now over the concert that didn't happen. I was extremely looking forward to that and I'm super bummed out about it still. Um, But I feel weird about like the old stuff that is kind of rare that you can't find like sealed packages of their, uh, I think it was a summer package when they were in the Middle East and then also like some of their earlier content that's on eBay for like hundreds of dollars 
because my heart says yes and my brain just says absolutely not so yeah. Uh, yeah a lot of the older stuff and it's a pity too because even when I first became a fan even though I had been a k-pop fan before it had been like a very different experience for me not like the same level of intensity but so when I first saw like oh they're releasing memories they're releasing seasons greetings they're releasing this I my like westernized brain at the time was like what is this this isn't an album whatever and now I'm like what were you doing <laughs> what were you doing so yeah I have FOMO about many things yeah I'm like now I that need- you mention it one of my biggest regrets is not going to that fan meeting they had in Atlanta like in 2015 yeah I was but a poor college student and could not attend that and I'm like oh if I could do anything to just try and scrape up some money to go to that <laughs> I wish I could have because yeah uh, I think they could make a killing if they've released their old content I don't know what they're doing I know they tried to do that little special box thing but I I don't care about whatever that was I want like the DVDs I want yeah. the season's greeting like put that back into production I like okay cool a special surprise box but I want like (laughs) the old content like I I want the dark and wild DVD like I want that like (laughs) that's what I really want and Big Hit can make so much money if they released it now and like what you were saying the other day like sure a lot of it's available on the internet but there's something about owning a physical DVD for yourself that you control. You can find it right. in the future. It's not going to get taken down. If Weverse eventually is like no longer, all this content like will not vanish. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they could definitely make a killing doing that. <laughs> Big hit. Take our ideas for free. <laughs> We're helping you <laughs> with your IPO. Like, go make that coin. Exactly. Yeah, I can't even imagine having been a fan back in like 2015, 2014. I think one way that Twitter definitely contributes to FOMO is like maybe before I was on StanTwit, there were things that I didn't want to buy or not that I didn't want to buy, but I was just kind of neutral. But then when you see how beautiful it actually is or how like what nice things come with it, you're like, oh, dang, like. I really actually do want to buy that. So like seeing what other people are doing for some reason that like had my mentality. I'm also like, well, so-and-so bought it. So I better buy it too. And now I'm falling into the like Etsy (laughs) pins, like, you know, creative merch. Cause I feel like army are insanely creative and you see genius stuff literally every single day on this app. Yeah. It's like our whole little ecosystem. Let's seriously just move to an island and start like an army economy. (laughs) Expedite shipping from South Korea. That would be like some Hunger Games type island. We would be like (laughs) killing each other all. I don't see that being like (laughs) in theory it sounds like a great idea but <laughs> All right, well, should we move on to our last segment? Sure. Sure, sure. So, funny things that we have seen on the internet. 
specifically Twitter, but could be anywhere. Um, I was talking to you about one earlier, and now I don't even remember what I was talking about. I'm still thinking about the Army Hunger Games on this island. Um, oh, okay, 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 wait. Right. I know which one I'm doing. Namjoon trolling us on Weverse. <laughs> oh, just, God. Just why? <laughs> just See, so, like, I can't figure this guy out because sometimes he's like, no, your accent is perfect. And then other times he's like, oh, but I take that bucket off right now. No, and you like, gotta explain it. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, I guess an army had used Google Translate for a full sentence, which this is 2020. You should not be using Google Translate for a full sentence. You can use it for words if you want, and you still <laughs> might be wrong, but like, not a full sentence because the grammar will always be wrong. Pro tip. Anyway, someone had written on Weavers, Opa, take that bucket hat off right now. But in Korean, they literally say bucket for bucket hat, right? Like, <laughs> they don't change it to whatever the word for bucket is in Korean. So someone had said it. And RM, just in English, was like, Opa, take that bucket off right now. But he said <laughs> bucket in Korean. So first of all, I wonder how Tay feels being called Opa by Namjoon. But this is like a whole interpersonal thing that I can't wait into. But just something my brain thinks about as I'm like in the shower or like falling asleep. Um, but yeah, so sometimes he's like really nice and sometimes he's just like savage. Like, all right, we know you're smart. <laughs> Some of us aren't as smart as you. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't come for me. <laughs> What do you got? What's yours? I don't, I don't think I have anything. I'm like trying to look and see. I don't have anything. I think I'm going to leave it up to you. Yeah, that, mm -hmm. that incident was funny. I'm like, this is why, one, why I don't comment on anything on Weverse. Um, <laughs> two, if I was going to, I'm just going to put it in English. Like, you know, it's not like the members don't comment when there's things in English. Yes, they do yeah. com comment on things that are in Korean more, but they have commented on things that were like fully in English. Um, I'm sure they see our effort when we're trying to speak to them in Korean, but sometimes those little funny things just, they just seem so silly. <laughs> it just seems so silly. There's, there's so much context that you miss out on when you're not a Korean speaker that Google Translate is just not going to capture. So yeah. um, I'm envisioning Tay wearing an actual bucket on his head. Um. <laughs> yeah, I would say yeah. even like things. So I'm taking, probably I've mentioned this before. I'm taking Korean classes through um, the Korean Cultural Center in DC. Things are all online for right now. But um, I'm in beginner three, so not super advanced. I asked my teacher like what level it would be if it was like a college level class and she said maybe like a 201 but there's still so many things that like I find on the internet like when I'm looking to do homework or like prepare a presentation or something that are just wrong or like so much of it <laughs> I thought was like oh you absolutely have to speak formally to someone who's older than you or you absolutely have to like do x y or z thing if your friend is younger than you in terms of like korean is like super relational it all depends not only on like the two people talking but also the situation so like are you and your friend in a formal situation are you in a casual situation how close are you how long have you known each other like what's the precedent 
So mm-hmm. like just my word to the wise uh, as a person that also knows nothing is like be very careful about like what you see on the internet and like taking it as truth. That's probably good advice in general, but like specifically for Korean language learning. Yeah. I have one other funny thing I want to bring up with you and then we can cut it. So I saw this tweet a few days ago um, and the tweet was, it was a translation of a Korean post um, from at Tumbling Tae who translated it. And it says, OP, my cousin went to the same gym as Yoongi, but he didn't know Yoongi. <laughs> he told Yoongi that he is handsome and should try to be a celeb. Yoongi just smiled and said, thank you. He also told me Yoongi worked out diligently and has abs. And someone put a like picture that was like, pretends to be okay. But, okay. <laughs> I added my own little comment. Like, this is why you don't give unsolicited advice at the gym. <laughs> like, this guy being like, you should try to be a celeb. Like, I'm sure Yoongi was just like, thanks, man. Like, cracking up. But <laughs> just like, uh... first of all, I guess I'm shocked <laughs> that, like, BTS goes to a public gym and they don't have their own little, like, place to work out. But, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> just. You really don't know who Yoongi is. Like, that's like not knowing who Beyonce is. Like, you might not even know certain songs of hers, right? Like, but you know who she is. You know of her. I was like, who is this guy? Well, I can imagine. Oh, excuse me, I'm yawning. I can imagine that, um, you know, probably everybody has heard of BTS, but to know the members specifically by name and face, they probably don't. So I can see why he didn't know exactly who the specific member of BGS was. But um, just like randomly giving advice, like, you should be a celebrity. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong on the one hand. Like, <laughs> right. But... Yeah, he should be. That's why he is. Um... <laughs> but yeah. It's just so funny. I wish, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall and just have seen Yoongi's face. Like, that would crack me up. Nice that he was able to do something and not be, like, you know, harassed, like, able to go to the Yeah, maybe he loved it. Maybe he was like, oh, there are people still out there who don't know who I am. Right. (laughs) Normal person roleplay go. Like, (laughs) yeah. That I just I saw that and was like, <laughs> like why do people try to talk to other people at the gym? First of all, <laughs> that's a little different conversation. Uh, a different combo. All right. Well, I have somewhere to be shortly. Gotta go pick up a birthday card for my brother. Because right, in America, well. we still need appointments to go to shops because they don't want to overload. <laughs> that's how bad it is here so we shouldn't be having movies <laughs> i agree well let's wrap that up here then um that'll do it for this week's episode we will see you next week here's to whatever they're going to release in the next week <laughs> <laughs> prepare for yeah. FOMO to intensify <laughs> exactly let's get excited get your dollars <laughs> up all right yeah. let's get this bread <laughs> yeah All right.
Bye. Bye.